It's The Commute Home with Nick and Derek. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make The Commute Home. Hey, this is Derek. Hey, Derek. This is Nick. How are you today, sir? I am awesome. How are you, sir? I am splendid on this Tuesday afternoon and the the rainy, cloudy day. Uh, don't be so negative. Work. It's just the weather. It's just the weather. I love cloudy days. Cloudy days are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anything new going on before we get started in our trip down whatever we're going to talk about, Wayne? Dude, it was a good weekend. It was a really good weekend. More mandates? No. It's like a mandate on steroids, actually. Dude, I read an article that just changed my life. It looks like scientists have finally found the cure for hair loss. We're going to be back, man. You and me. We're going to be back. Dude, I, I literally, I went to the barber Saturday morning and shaved all my hair off. Dude. A couple years, we'll get some pills. It's going to fix our mitochondrial DNA. Hair's going to be back. We're going to grow our mullets out to celebrate our hairness. You know, business up front, party in the back. You and I, we're going to be there, man. We're going to be ready to go. It's a good day. I'm going to grow a rat tail. You can do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It looks like they figured it out, man, finally. What is it? What's the deal? What's the, what's the, what's the cure? What, what they think they figured out is that every time our, um, uh, as, as we go, as we get older and we age, our mitochondria um, in our cells, you remember the mitochondria from biology that the powerhouse of the cell? Isn't that what the guy was talking about in the Phantom Menace that Anakin had? No, it's metachlorian. <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, so in our cells, there, there's a thing that's called the mitochondria, and that is the powerhouse of the cell. And as we get older, basically the mitochondria degrades, and then from it like kind of reproducing uh, over and over and over for years, it, it starts to get mutated. And they think the mutated mitochondria DNA is what's causing hair loss, graying hair, and wrinkles in the skin. So they figure out a way to try to fix the mitochondria, and it looks like uh, they were successful. So far, they've only tested on mice, but uh, it's a good sign. So hopefully human trials soon. Woohoo! Do mice have hair loss issues? They actually had to simulate the hair loss issues. Those poor mice. They actually went in and... Forced them to go through this. They, they degraded the, the, their mitochondria uh, by giving them some sort of uh, antibiotic, actually. And then they went through, they let them stabilize for a couple months, and then they gave them this stuff to fix the mitochondria, and it worked. That's genius. Science. It is, Science man. is awesome. It is. So, so be ready, man. It's going to be mullet season and rat tail season real soon. Yeah. We're bringing it back. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. That's awesome. That's that's a scientist. They're so cool. I'm reading this book called Sapiens. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. It's about the origin of stuff, man stuff. Mm-hmm. Men, men and women and stuff. I am not smart enough to listen to this book. Yeah. Holy shit. 
Who wrote it? Like, there's all some guy. Okay. I guess some guy reads it. I can tell you that much. I don't remember his name, but like some of the things he talks about, I'm like, that's really cool because I understand it. And other stuff he talks about, I'm like, I have no clue what you're saying, man. Like there was an island of midgets, little people. Sorry, don't want to offend anybody. Or uh, pygmies? No, somebody else. An island of those people. It's crazy. Is that where you're I from? I guess they were. Yes. Is Indianapolis an island? I didn't know that. Yeah, Indianapolis is an island. Uh, you learn something new every day. Surrounded by idiot states like everyone. <laughs> Kentucky. It was called Flores Island. Google it. The the tall people died because they couldn't. And there was not enough food for them. So only the short people lived because they needed less food. So that means when the zombie apocalypse comes, and everybody starts dying off, I'll be good to go because I'll have just enough food. <laughs> it's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, I'm like three CDs into this book, and that's all I've learned so far. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, it's not. It's inter- it is an interesting book. It's just very, It was written for people that know a lot of big words that I don't like. Hypercontract or Mighty, Mighty Chlorian or whatever the hell you said. It saves hair. <laughs> okay, Mito- anything else going on? Mitochondrian? Chlorian? <laughs> Clorox bleach? I see what Clorox you did there. I, I, you just took two things and you made it a new thing. And that is genius, my friend. That's right. That's how I roll. Uh, besides that, uh, kind of an interesting weekend. I spent a lot of time doing uh, podcast stuff for us. Uh, our last podcast about James, James Gunn, um, w- w- that was an international podcast, man. We were listened to on five continents. Get the hell out of here. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. What continent? <laughs> it wasn't Flores Island where all the midgets are, is it? I mean, uh, little people. They did not show up. It was all the continents except for South America and Antarctica. You know what? Zombie apocalypse happens. I'm sending them straight to South America. They don't listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Maybe we need to do more content in Espanol. Oh, maybe. I don't know Spanish, though. Mm. Or Portuguese. Can you do, like, subtitles on the YouTube page that you're going to create? Uh... I could. That sounds like a lot of time, though. <laughs> sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> uh, so uh, you did a lot of work for the podcast. So how many how many listeners do you know that? Uh, I do, and I don't share that that not, those numbers on the air. Oh, okay, very good. Because it's a really More small number. <laughs> it's it's at least five. Because there's five continents, <laughs> 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 plus plus the two that didn't listen. So, and if I remember geography, there are seven continents, right? That is correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. I was second guessing myself for a minute after I made that bold statement. By the way, if people are getting concerned all of a sudden, I can see diag- uh, diagnostics and statistics on what st- what uh, cities people download our podcast in. I don't know who downloaded them. I don't know what your address is. I don't know any of that. I just know it's cities. So uh, your information is pretty secure from my end. Was the one from Africa and Wakanda? 
Uh, it was not. It was in New Cairo, Egypt. Ooh, so thank you, cool. New Cairo. Yeah, New Cairo, baby. I want to go there. They they have camels in Cairo, right? Is Cairo the same as New Cairo, or they're different? I don't know. When, when I saw that on, on the stats, I'm like, I need to look this up sometime. I didn't know there was a New Cairo. Cairo 2.0. That's right. Very good. That's awesome, man. Internationally known. On the microphone. Right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yes. Because I get stupid and outrageous. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so uh, we got plays uh, in all five of the continents uh, because of the James Gunn podcast. Um, so over the People week. People thought we knew what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. That was excellent. Excellent marketing there, Derek. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Any, anything else from the weekend, good sir? So I saw that there were some articles there online talking about James Gunn being, firing, being fired, and there's already petitions out online to uh, get him hired back. So I figured, oh, what the heck? I'm going to go and check out to see how many signatures are on the petition. And uh, <laughs> so it was back at that old website that I talked about, change.org. So I go there, and then I get like these banner ads popping up at me as soon as I go to the website and I'm asking me to sign petitions. I'm like, no, no, no. I just want to see how many signatures uh, were on this James Gunn petition. And then okay. I finally go and see it. And when I last checked, it was around a hundred, around a hundred thousand. I go to my email a little while later and says, thanks for signing this petition to um, have Disney rehire James Gunn. I'm like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Apparently when I was going through all those banner ads, uh, I accidentally signed the petition. <laughs> so, and I, and I look real quick. I'm like, I have no idea who started this petition. I, I don't know this person. I don't know this name I'm looking at. So luckily, if you sign a petition, you can unsign it automatically within the first 24 hours. So I quick, I clicked the link, uh, took my name off the petition, went into change.org, went to my account and deleted my account. So that can't accidentally happen ever again. Good man. So are you going to go back in and re-sign the petition now? No, like I said, I'm not going to sign a petition if I don't know who started it ever again. Because of what happened last time with the Justice League petition. Interesting. I have an update. Yeah. On the James Gunn information. Go for it. Yes, yes, sir. Um, so, as everybody knows, based on our podcast Friday, James Gunn was fired from Guardians 3 read an article today, a very informative article from Hannah Shaw Williams of Screen Rant. Shout out to Hannah Shaw Williams. She wrote the article yesterday. Very well written article. It's like three pages long. It talks about who James Gunn was uh, prior to being hired to uh, for uh, Marvel and right Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and so on and so forth. And talks about uh, you know, the changes that he's made in his life and the good things that he's done since being uh, hired on and, you know, actually really moving away from, you know, the provocative type uh, comments in which he had previously on Twitter. It even gave some examples of some of his early movies that were um, uh, deemed inappropriate by a lot of parties. Then the second section talks about the, uh, the campaign in which, you know, that was kind of kind of launched to remove him from Disney 
and it talks about the person that created the, you know, that tweeted the the post from earlier on and everything like that, and a little bit of history about that person and you know how quick Disney was to respond, and then it gives a nice uh, a summary and talks about why they should rehire uh, James Gunn, and uh, there's some very really good points in regards to the good things that he's done uh, with the fame he's garnered from being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in regards to the director and writer. And uh, it also talks about some of the actors and actresses that have come out in in his defense since then, uh, some notably uh, Selma Blair, female. Uh, Dave Bautista is extremely upset over the James Gunn uh, firing. Uh, Bobcat Goldwing has come out and asked Disney to remove his voice from Disney's nighttime presentation at California Adventure in Disneyland Park uh, because he feels it's hypocritical for them to continue to use his voice while firing James Gunn. And Bobcat Goldwing was also uh, the character Phil was the sidekick in the movie Hercules, and he has asked uh, that that no longer be used as well. Now, he's asked that it no longer be used, but as we all know, he probably still will have his voice heard. But it was just interesting to see him come out and say, you know, you hired me after all of these things that I've done in the past. Um, And the article also talks about some other people that are, you know, part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that have had kind of sketchy passes past, including Robert Downey Jr. Um, you know, I think there is a mention, could be incorrect, but I think there was a mention of uh, Samuel L. Jackson. So, you know, nobody uh, is, I guess, I don't want to say nobody. There's a lot of folks that aren't finding him at fault for the things that he said earlier on and finding it uh, finding a lot of issue with the fact that Disney was so quick to fire him uh, without acknowledging the fact that that, they, that a lot of that stuff had happened prior to him even being hired by them and they hired him anyway. So it was just a really good article that I encourage uh, people if they want to know some more about it and want to see uh, Hannah Shaw-Williams' take on it. It's just it's really good information. Yeah, it looks like it seems like they can skip the article now. You're pretty thorough in uh, the description of it. Yeah, I made it all up. Wow, you're in a mood today. <laughs> Krabby Nick. No, no, it's great. You said that I can run the show. I'm driving the ship. All right. Captain Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow. All right, God help us. God help us all. You know what happened this past weekend, Derek? While you were... Um, marketing the hell out of our awesome podcast. Wait, I thought you said no lying. Look, man, it's what little lie. It's only a lie if you get caught. Hush. <laughs> oh my God, we're taking adv- advice from the House of Pain now. This is good. <laughs> Turn around. Turn around. Anyway, San Diego Comic Con happened this past weekend, Derek. Yes, it did. Were you Were you aware? I was. Yeah. Of course you were aware. So I got some updates, some news. All right. Some news and some takes from San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. So uh, they had a, uh, a Wonder Woman panel 
Mm-hmm. And the director of Wonder Woman said that Wonder Woman 1984 is not a sequel. She kind of danced around it, though, didn't she? Yes, she did. She wouldn't say not a sequel. She she kept on saying it's not more of the same. Yeah, very interesting take that she had. She said it's going to be brighter than it was previously. Have you seen the pictures? Uh, I have. Yeah, it, uh, the costume certainly is brighter. Yeah, absolutely. They turned up the brightness, then they're going to shut out all the lights and turn on the black lights, and they're all going to fight. <laughs> like that scene from Batman and Robin. Remember that movie with George Clooney? Yeah, I'm thinking back to it. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, Dayglow in that movie, wasn't there? Yeah, there was like, uh, when they had the race scenes at night, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of uh, neon and black lights and everything like that. It was really weird. Back when gangs were fashionable. That's right, baby. Biker gangs led by Coolio. Coolio was that Kids today, they just, they got to get their head, they got to get in check. They got to get in order. They're just gangs, not not nearly fashionable enough. Yeah. Living all my life in a gangster's paradise. So what do you think of that? I I don't care. (laughs) That was, that was what I wrote down next. I don't care. I, 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 I've made it known like uh, Wonder Woman. It was a, it was an okay movie to me. I wasn't a huge fan, so I'll, I'll see it when it comes out, but I, I don't understand to come out and say, well, essentially come out and say it's not a sequel, it's not more of the same. And like, So it's not a lot of what made your first movie successful? Okay, very good. That works out. Way to go, DC. Yeah, they really have abandoned ship after the whole uh, Justice League thing, haven't they? Yeah, they really have. It's interesting. It will be interesting to see. Um, but, uh, the next thing I have from Warner Brothers in the DC movies, not the DC extended universe, by the way, is the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. The one directed by Todd Phillips of Hangover fame, now starring Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have given Joker a name. And Joker's name is Arthur Fleck. Okay. Interesting enough, his initials would be A. Fleck or Affleck. Hmm. Very odd. Very cute. Is that from the comic books? Uh, uh, no, it is that it is not. I actually looked that up, but uh, it is not from the comic books. So uh, it sounds like it's going to be a, a new take. And rumors have it; these are all rumors. That the story will portray Thomas Wayne as the father of Arthur Fleck. Mm. The movie is uh, going to be set in the 1980s, and they're going to try to film this movie on a $55 million budget. So definitely not the big budget movie that uh, the past few DC movies have been. You know, I keep on hearing that people are, are considering $55 million small budget nowadays, and that kind of bugs me. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I think I guess it's, it's comparatively speaking to what uh, big studios are putting out now. I mean, it's nothing for a studio to pay, you know, spend $100 million on a movie. That's I, true. I agree with you. It's, it is kind of annoying and buggy, like... Fifty-five million. How many lotteries I'd have to win? 
Holy crap. Well, the point of reference that I keep on going back to in my mind is $55 million is the exact uh, amount that's been published that Deadpool is made for. The original Deadpool, right? The original Deadpool, which to me has a lot of action, a lot of effects, a lot of costumes, a lot of CG, an entire CG character in there for several minutes of the film. Uh, they did a lot, in my opinion, with that movie. That doesn't seem like a low-budget movie to me at all. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that, um, you know, people, they, it, it, it seems like a lot of Hollywood in regards to, so if you look at the Justice League, who was like well over $200 million in regards to its budget, if you watch that movie, you can tell because there's so much CGI that goes into it. And that stuff's expensive. And I think Deadpool, where they had CGI, they tried to use also real live effects as much as they could. Which, which I think leads to a, a, a more grittier, grimier uh, feeling film. And uh, I think that would be great for a Joker story. I agree. I agree. I think if they tried to CGI a lot of it, then uh, we just wouldn't get the same feel to it. So, um, Also, news that Robert De Niro is in talks to, uh, to star in the, the Todd Phillips Joker movie as well. So be interesting to see if that plays out. Yeah, and it looks like they've already casted uh, his wife, Frances uh, Conroy. Oh, yes, of uh, American Horror Story fame. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she's, she's very good. I thought the uh, idea of, use, uh, you know, even though it's a rumor, the idea of Thomas Wayne being his father, it was kind of a hard sell to me, but a brother scorned, you know, he was kind of maybe the bastard child. I don't know. I could see how it would work to where he would, you know, have such hatred for, for Bruce Wayne and everything. So with um, uh, basically Batman and the Joker being siblings, it sounds like this isn't, this isn't a, a Batman story that I know from the comics. Is that, uh, your take on it as well? Yeah, it sounds like it's just something that creatively they're coming up with to, you know, give a backstory and they're going to see how it rolls. And, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. 70 years of comic books? Nah, we don't need any of that. We're just going to make it up from nothing. Sounds like a yeah. good plan. Yeah, we're just going to take the story that, you know, if you take the Joker out of it, it's still going to be the same damn story. And, you know, it's just some guy named Arthur. Arthur three, Arthur becomes a clown. Yeah. Hmm. No longer Arthur, Arthur on the rocks. They could get Dudley Moore to be his dad. That'd be awesome. Uh, I miss Dudley Moore. Yeah, I do too. Dudley Moore's awesome. All right. Okay. Next thing I have is, uh, so again, another movie, another rumored extended cut. So I guess they had a Deadpool two panel. And uh, they talked about the extended cut of Deadpool 2, which would feature a scene of Hugh Jackman back at the Wolverine. Yeah, so, I heard about this. I mean, it, it's People are really kind of reading into this. Um, yeah. Where, like, I, I guess the scene Deadpool's, like, talking to Logan, he's like, you're going to come back, right? You're going to come back. We know you're going to come back. Just come back for X-Force. Come back for X-Force. And, and uh, to my understanding, Logan, Hugh Jackman never responds. So everyone's like, this is a sign. He's coming back. And I'm like, is it? 
so let me ask you this, just point blank. Do you think Hugh Jackman ever puts the claws back on again for another movie? Yes. It's, uh, you it, do think he comes back? It, it's a wish of mine, so I'm skewed, but yeah. Okay. Like I said, Hugh Jackman can be in a wheelchair, and I'd still want him to be uh, Wolverine. To me, he's just, yeah. he's Wolverine, period. Yeah, I feel the same way. I don't know if he'll ever come back, though. I mean, who knows? Maybe five years from now. I mean, he's, he's, he's not old. So, I mean, five years from now, and maybe he decides, hey, I want to go Deadpool 3. I want to have a spot in that movie or something. It's It's hard to tell, and I mean, not to mention, he could come back in a cameo for five freaking minutes and, you know, get paid a ton of money and say, hey, look, I did it. Yay. Very true. And, uh, you know what, you know, for fan service, I think all you got to do is do the cameos. And if you hop back in for, you know, a minute or two each movie, we're, we're and the fans are excited about that. They love that. So, you know, so, you know, even, you know, 50 years from now, like I said, in my mind, Hugh Jackman takes his dentures, pops them in, uh, you know, puts his Just for Men in, the, in his beard and uh, goes and uh, does his, uh, his Logan scenes. I'm, I'm up for that. I'd love that. Yeah, I, I, a lot like how uh, Robert Downey Jr. did in you know, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. He was only there for a day filming that stuff and, you know, made his money and everything. And it's really like 10 minutes of screen time or something like that. And it's like, dude, you give the fans, you know, what they want to see and you don't really have to develop the character anymore or anything. So uh, I, I agree. I agree. All right. Um, next thing I have is the Green Lantern Corp movie. The Corpse Core. Core. Green Lantern Core. Core. Uh, I can I can tell you were in the army, not the Marines. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'm I'm not going to say anything about the Marines. Um, you just did. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so Jeff Johns is working on that movie, mm-hmm. and uh, they essentially said that. It's going to be completely different. Really? The first, Green, the first Green Lantern movie. That's so unlike DC just to start over yeah. on something. <laughs> They're going to completely re-image huh. folks and reinvent the Green Lantern Corps. And it's like, okay, like every few years, every couple years, DC is just going to redo everything all the time. That's how they do the comic books, actually. Well, if it works in the comics, why not? Oh, accident. Oh. You okay there? Yep. Not me. No accident for me. I would have said more than bald. That's for sure. Hope everybody's okay. So all the listeners, that's another damn thing I've seen. Oh, jeez, man. Can't take you anywhere. Can't, can't do it. Just can't. So, yeah, that's Green Lantern Corps. If anybody wanted to know or anybody cared. Um, I think Green Lantern Corps, revisioning that, to be honest, is uh, th- there's been three or four uh, Earth-based Green Lanterns over the years. So for them to peel off and do a, an- another Green Lantern story or redo the entire core, I-, I think is no big deal. Yeah, well, it's probably, I- I- I'm going to go out on a limb here. And say it's probably going to be DC's version of Guardians. 
Oh, you think they're going to do comedy? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. That, that, it would work. It would work, right? Yeah. So, uh, so we'll see uh, how that, you know, that, that, I don't even think it's been given a release date yet. So I think we're still a ways off from that happening. But uh, one of the things that did excite me that came out of Comic-Con was the movie trailers. Mm-hmm. TV trailers. That seems to really be the only only real news news from this this year's Comic Con. Yeah, it seems like a very. Um, I was actually reading an article, and I can't uh, can't remember that guy's name. Sorry, I should have wrote that down. But he was talking about, you know, that Comic Con was really really good this year. I guess he attended. However, he believes that if it continues to be like this, though. They need to lower the prices because he was talking about how the panels and everything were good, and it kind of all it went. He said it felt like it, you know, Comic Con ten years ago before it became all Hollywoodized, I guess. And uh, said it was really good for you know comic lovers and and character lovers and everything like that. But uh, he said those prices for Comic Con shot up because of all the huge announcements and everything that came out of it. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he was just making a point that if they're not going to do that, they're going to have to drop those prices down because, uh, a couple of years of this and people, you know, may start to fall off just because of the price of the ticket. So it was an interesting read. I don't remember his name. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's something I've noticed is that Comic-Con is it's every year. It seems like it has, less and less to do with comics and more and more about movies. And it seems like the, yeah. like the, the three big draws to Comic-Con that I've seen are movie uh, news, movie trailers, uh, cosplay, and pops. Those really seem to be the three biggest draws these days, and I don't even know where comic books come on the list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've never been, but, you know, I would imagine that a lot of the shops that are there because to what you said previously, when you went to the, the, the Chicago one, you said that most of the floor is just <laughs> booth, booth after booth of toys and collectibles. The world's biggest toy store. It was like two or three Toys R Us's stacked side by side, like mega Toys R Us's. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was the uh, shop as a, as a shopping mall, basically. Yeah, and I think that to certain people, I think that's great. But with online retailers and everything, nowadays you just you can buy that stuff without having to go do that. I mean, we got, I set out to get seven San Diego Comic Con exclusive Funko Pops. I ended up with six of them. Mm-hmm. So that's, and I didn't have to go to San Diego. <laughs> so, uh, it's uh, it's interesting. I've ne- I've never been. Uh, my son really wants to go next year for graduate his graduation present. So uh, I've got about three hundred days to talk him out of that <laughs> before I get to go to the largest toy store in the world. Uh, hey, he's got a job. You don't have to pay for anything when you guys go. Well, that's that's true. That's true. He he is a man now. Or he's yeah. almost a man. Almost a man. T minus what, like seven, eight months? Yeah. Yeah, don't remind my wife. <laughs> my little boy. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. 
did you see Aquaman? I did. And what do you think? I want to see it. That 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 that, tra- that trailer sold me. I'm like, this actually looks good. Okay. What did you like about it? I uh, just the whole, the way the trailer was cut. I'm just like. I this the look of it uh, from what we've seen. It's hard for me to put my finger on it, but it's uh, I'm like, yep, this looks like a good movie. I I was totally sold on it. What what do you think? I think it looks like a piece of monkey shit. Really? Yes. I I was actually the complete opposite. I I went into the trailer hoping to see something great, and I just wasn't impressed. I think the uh, Black Manta looks like Alpha 5 from Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> to their credit, though, he looks like he's straight out of the comic books and straight out of the cartoons as well. Well, I mean, and maybe it works. To me, it looks like Alpha 5 from the Power Ranger movie walking around shooting lasers from his eyes. Lasers. What you got against Alpha 5? Why you got to be hating on Alpha 5? I, I, I have no problem. He did it first. Mad respect to Alpha 5. No, he didn't. Freaking Black Manta's jocking. No, uh, no, 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 no. He's, he's been doing that in the comics and in the cartoons a lot longer than Alpha 5 has. I haven't never seen him in a movie, though, have you? I've, have, I, have we seen Alpha 5 in the movie? Yeah, the Power Rangers movie came out a couple years ago. He, looks, he doesn't look like the way he did in the, car, in the show, though, in that. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the show. Watch the Power Rangers TV show, man. Come on, dude. Wait, hey, wait. That came out when we were in junior high. Yes, you did watch that show. No. Because I watched I that show. I promise you, I, on everything I love in my life, nope. Never watched Power Rangers. Can't Weirdo. do it. Couldn't do it. It looks special. It looks like Attack of the Barney Dinosaurs fighting each other. I, I didn't do it, man. Couldn't do it. That's the truth. Did you know the genius behind that show? About about how cost-effective that show was in the U.S.? Uh, no. Do share. Th- that was a Japanese show uh, that was on for years, like five years. And then Saban, uh, he his big claim to fame was he owned a, a music studio and he did soundtracks for cartoons. He was over in Japan and he saw this show on TV. He's like, oh, Okay, so he went and he talked to the studio execs and he bought the rights to that show. He brought it over here and then all they had to do over here was he casted actors to act in the non-Power Ranger scenes. It's, it's the kids whenever they're, they're out of costume talking to each other. Uh, that's all shot here, but all the, all the fight footage and all that, that's all uh, the original stuff from uh, Japan. So they had to shoot zero action scenes, zero fight scenes, zero stunts, choreography, any of that. That is genius. So he just spliced it all together over here and just made millions. I, I think pr- almost billions off of it, actually. But I heard a podcast. I heard a, heard a podcast um, uh, with him on it uh, from the. It's it's from a podcast called How I Built This uh, with Saban. Very interesting. The guy's a very smart guy. That is, that is very interesting. It is, and before that, you know, his company he wrote the uh, he wrote the like the theme songs for like um, uh, Inspector Gadget, uh, all like all the Hanna Barbera stuff around that time. I think he had four studios going for t- uh, full time doing music for those shows. He had so many, wow. he had dozens of them. 
I like the Star Trek acting. Yeah, he was talking about it in that show. That he says, "Yeah, I think that's the favorite theme song we came up with." It's just, it, he's like, to this day, it still gets stuck in my head. Wow. Yeah, I can see how it gets stuck in your head really quick. That's a, that's cool though. So this man. this guy bought an existing property and just just took it and just kind of just added some U.S. Uh, actors to it, spliced it together, uh, sold it to the to the stations, and has just made you know hand you know what's the what's the term money over fist dollar over fist. Hand out, yeah, money hand over fist. He's made money hand over fist. It's uh, it's quite a story. It's really interesting, and that's why it's, everything says Saban's Power Rangers on there. He always makes sure it's branded as Saban's. That's because of him. Well, and he's made probably a ton of money in regards to like toys. Toys are everywhere, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's excellent. That's that's it. initiative right there. Wow, good for him. So back to Aquaman. Uh, How many times have you seen like like a first trailer and you you thought badly of it, and then when you saw the movie, you're like, "Oh, I actually liked it." Does that happen to you sometimes? A lot. A lot. Okay. A lot. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna go see it regardless. I just I, I was hoping to see more, so uh, you know, hoping to feel better about it than what I do. But that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not a comic like I'm I'm not a Aquaman comic book reader. So if you know Black Panther does fan service and everything, I'm going to give it a shot regardless. So uh, I just wasn't that impressed with it. All right. Uh, the next one I have on my list is Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. Thoughts? What a cast! It's a sci-fi dream cast. The cast is so big, I'm wondering how much Godzilla is even going to be in the movie. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. There's a lot of uh, a lot of popular people, uh, a lot of Hollywood uh, stars in that movie. That's for sure. I mean, check this out. It's the girl from Stranger Things, the dad from Get Out, the mom from the Psycho Bates Motel, with the fish lover from A Shape of Water, led by the coach from Friday Night Lights. We got a Lannister from Game of Thrones, a martial artist from Crouching Tiger, uh, Crouching Dragon, Hidden Tiger, or is that the other way around? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Anyways, uh, we got from Strand out of Compton, Ice Cube Jr. We got one of the guys from Silicon Valley. Maybe he's going to be running IT. Who knows? Uh, we've got one of my, or probably my absolute favorite Japanese actor who was also a Transformer and a Dreamer in Inception. Uh, and then even a Helms person from one of the Star Trek movies. It's just got like every sci-fi uh, like flavor you can think of. I was blown away by that cast. So you like the trailer? I'm. I'll. I'll definitely see it. It's you know from from the monster movies. Every time I go to one, I'm like, huh, we'll see. But uh, I was I was very surprised by by that cast. I think that sold me more than anything. Just the IMDb page sold me on the movie. Okay. What'd you think? I wrote down WTF. Yeah, they're kind of vague about the end of the world, end of man, end of something, and we need we need the the Titans to to save us. Yes, we have to unearth hiding monsters to save man. They don't really say man; they say save life. So I'm like, are they? 
trying to unearth the Titans because they know man's going to die no matter what. So they want at least something to be alive on, on Earth. If you watch the trailer, they're very vague about that. Yeah, that could be it. That could be it. But it was just like, okay, I, I couldn't connect the dots. Like, what? You're going to get all these huge monsters to, to save the world? Okay. Um, very well. But, you know, I, I will say this. I thought the trailer for the original, the not the original Godzilla, but the Godzilla movie that came out a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I thought the trailer for that movie looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I really didn't like the movie. Yeah. So I don't necessarily like this trailer, but I'm hoping <laughs> that maybe when I see the movie, I feel differently. Yeah. I fell asleep in the theater at, at that movie, at the first Godzilla. I can see why. Yeah. Um, next thing I have is Shazam. Yeah. What did, did you think of Shazam? I, I would, to be honest, I was pretty meh on the Shazam uh, trailer. It looked like they're being fairly true to the origin, which I, I was glad to see that. But, uh, in terms of, it seemed, my impression was they're trying to do like a slapstick style of like Deadpool comedy, but like the main character was kind of more, much more reserved and wasn't really going for it as much. That could just be the way it was cut in the trailer. I could be completely wrong. But I saw it, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I was worried about this film, and I'm still worried about this film. Uh, and I think the costume looks goofy. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I think we are going to disagree on every damn trailer that we talk about today. I had a because feeling. Because I thought Shazam looked awesome. Okay. As soon as, he's, as soon as you find out he's a foster kid and dealing with the foster family and everything like that. I'm like, you got me sold. Um, I do agree with you though. I think that outfit is horrendous. Like that thing is so bad looking, but, uh, you know, I, I got a feeling that the movie is going to have a lot of heart. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. The, the, the you know, the, the foster thing was always kind of there in the comics, but was never a, um, from the, what I read, was never like a main focus in, in the, that, well, I shouldn't say that because I only read him really in the crossover stuff and the origin stuff. So, yeah, maybe, maybe. So, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I mean, I'm being honest. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm going to check all these damn movies out. So. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the next one I have is Glass. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? I did. I cannot freaking wait for this movie to come out. Yeah, this is another one for me. That didn't even need, need a trailer. Uh, I've been waiting for this movie since the first movie came out because I'm a huge fan fan of Unbreakable. So yeah. I've wanted this for a very long time. I, I love that uh, M. Night Shyamalan kind of created this. I always liked the idea of having this... Um, this hidden world within our world. Like, like this isn't some alternate world. This isn't some made up fictional thing. It's like, this is our real world, but there's something happening in our world that, that we, the regular people don't know about. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I like the matrix movie so much. Cause that's on that same, same guideline is this hidden mystery behind the world and what's going on. And when they came up with this mythos about, you know, the real world superheroes, I was like, yeah, this is incredible. This is so smart. I watched that movie so many times. So, yeah, I'm absolutely ready for the, the sequel. Should have happened 10 years ago. I agree. I, uh, I remember watching this movie in the, the uh, Unbreakable in the theater, and I was just like, when, when it shows at the end, you know, that, you know, he really is 
you know, the superhero type guy in Samuel Jackson's character, Mr. Glass, was the guy that caused all this to happen so that he could have, you know, so that he could be the villain. Every villain needs a hero and vice versa. Like, to me, that was just genius writing. Like, that that period of M. Night Shyamalan was just phenomenal. He had, a, no matter what anybody says about the guy now, he had a run 15 years ago, you know, 10, 15 years ago, where he just made phenomenal movies. Man. And uh, I agree with you, like, Unbreakable, the story and everything and the fact that it's like this, like to your point where it's like, it's just every day, but there are these people that walk among us and, you know, they they live as normal lives as possible, but there are other things, you know, extenuating circumstances that make them different. And, you know, when I watched that movie split, it took me a year to watch that movie full through because I kept getting interrupted and everything. And I'm like, watching the movie, I'm like, okay, okay. And I knew that there was a connection, but I didn't know what the connection was. And then, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to ruin it. I'm not going to go online or anything like that. I'm going to finish the movie. And I'm glad I did because the ending of that movie, I thought was very well done. And, uh, and then they're in that cafe and then, uh, Bruce Willis's character, you know, talks about, you know, his name was Mr. Glass and everything like that. I'm like, dude, that was so well done. So, I'm all in for this movie. Like first weekend, I'm there. Yeah, cool. Did you ever see the director's cut or the or the deleted scenes from Unbreakable? I don't know. There, Maybe there's one know. scene in there uh, that I love that I wish they put, they put in theatrical cut. It's uh, so. There's a scene where he, where he, uh, Bruce Willis is down in the basement and he's lifting the weights. He's got like the paint cans taped on to his weight set because he can't get enough weights to test out how strong he is. Uh, in this, yeah. in, in this deleted scene, and the next day he goes into the football team's weight room. Did you see this? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I yep. love that scene. So he, so he goes and puts like 500 pounds on the bench. You know, goes first. You know, first attempt he can't really lift it off. Then he really pushes himself, benches it gets down, looks up, and then he notices every single football player staring at him in the weight room. It, yeah. And they're just shocked. They're silent. And then he walks out of the weight room, and then, like, the big linemen are like, uh, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah, that was that was well done. That was just, that was a great, excellent movie. One of these days, we're going to have a M. Night Shyamalan podcast where we talk about some of this stuff, because... There's been some really great ones, and then there's been some not so great ones. So, but yeah, I look forward to Glass. Yeah. Um, next one I have is the new trailer for Fantastic Beast Two: <laughs> Crimes of Gr- Grindelwald. Yeah. Did you check this one out? Yes, I did. Thoughts? My God, it's a five-minute trailer. It's like, and to me, it's like, these are like the bodybuilders or the models stand on the beach wearing nothing but, you know, a bikini or Speedos or something like that, you know, this flexing and this in their mind, they're just so confident. They're like, yep, I got the goods. I know it. Look at me. Just look at me. (laughs) To me, that was just a sign of confidence. To me, that's like, yep, we made a great movie. We can give you a five-minute uh, trailer, and it's not going to spoil the movie for you at all because it's that good. I I was uh, amazed by that, and the five minutes I I have no idea what the story is about, but I think it looks it looked good to me. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. I think it looks looks really, really good. So, um, yeah, I mean, my my wife and kids were you know we're all fans of the Harry Potter world, if you will. So we'll see it. You know, first week is. I think Johnny Depp kind of looks funny, looks odd, but you know, it's Johnny Depp, so I'm sure he'll do you know the character well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're looking forward to seeing that one. Um, the last one that I wrote down is the trailer for season nine of The Walking Dead. Okay. Did you check out that trailer at all? No, I didn't. Uh, so I'll give you a little bit of a background. The trailer it's three or four minutes. It's a decently long trailer. Uh, it looks like it's, a like a flash forward, like they went, you know, forward in time a couple of years or whatever, because Rick has this all white, you know, facial hair and, or gray and white, whatever. And it looks like the, the saviors and, you know, the folks from Alexandria, everybody's living together in harmony. Right. And then it's, as the trailer goes on, there's, you see that there's discord in the camp and, you know, this person this, that, and the other thing. Negan's still in prison. So Rick is kind of having a conversation with Negan throughout the thing. And, um, you know, it's very heavy on female leads uh, in the trailer. So, uh, but yeah, it's kind of talking about how they're getting along and, you know, cohabitating. And then, you know, it leads into like the discord that's lying underneath. So, um, I don't know, man. I just get this feeling like this is going to be the last season where I watch The Walking Dead because uh, that trailer didn't do a whole lot for me. Mm-hmm. So, plus knowing that uh, Lauren Conrad, I think is her name, her character, Maggie is going to be gone. Uh, you know, Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick, is going to be gone. So, um, Lauren yeah, Cohen, I, just, I believe her name. Lauren is. Cohen, Cohen. I said Conrad, yeah, Cohen. So yeah, I just um, just feel like maybe it's coming to a coming to an end. And I mean, look, with all due respect, nine years of a show that's about zombies is pretty damn good, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think they're going to cancel it. Like they would have to do horrendous for them to cancel it at least this year. So, I mean, it's had really good staying power, so my hat's off to him. I'm just, I think I'm starting to lose interest. What do you think? I know you didn't see the trailer, but. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it seems like the, the world has uh, kind of lost interest in the show and it's going down, but it's still got a core following. Uh, you know, uh, so, you know, a couple weeks ago it was announced that Comic Book Men is going away from AMC. Uh, after 96 episodes, they were canceled. Uh, and Kevin Smith, you know, what he said is one of the reasons he thinks it, it uh, got canceled was because uh, The Walking Dead isn't doing as well. That's why their show didn't do as well, and that's why they end up getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, I can see the correlation because I, I honestly didn't know about comic book men until I uh, started watching The Walking Dead. And, you know, as I was watching The Walking Dead, I saw the previews for Comic Book Man, and I'm like, hey, Kevin Smith's involved in this, so I'm going to check that out. So it was, um, 
Yeah, it was a shame to see Comic Book Men go because I thought it was just a cool little show. It's thirty minutes, uh, but um, yeah, I think I think The Walking Dead, you know, unless they do make a lot of changes, is probably going to be on its way out in the next couple seasons. Definitely not this season, but maybe soon after that. Yeah, we'll see. I, I would think as, as long as they as long as they make the money, as long as they got the actors, they're going to keep on making them. Um, and we'll, we'll just have to see uh, what, if any of those go away. I mean, it has spun off two other shows, Talking Dead and uh, the prequel show. So yeah, we shall see. That is true. That is true. So that is my recap of San Diego Comic Con, sir. Not bad. Uh, the Spider Verse that uh, they launched the the trailer for that. Uh, did you see that? Uh, yes, that's the animated one, correct? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, animation style's different than what, what, what I'm used to. Um, we'll have to see if that goes over well or not. You know, it's cool that they're making My- bringing Miles Morales uh, onto the big screen. I'm surprised they're launching this movie uh, in theaters. Uh, we've seen so many uh, comic book animated movies over the years, but they've all been straight to DVD. So I'm kind of surprised they're doing this. I'm very surprised as well. And, um, I mean, I think I'll see it, but I probably won't go to the theater and see it. Yeah. Uh, Venom, the, the people who went to Comic-Con, they got, got to see some more Venom uh, stills, see, seeing him in some horrific action. People seem to be a little excited about it. People are a little upset about it because they have confirmed that this is not going to be in the Spider-Man universe at all, and there's no Spidey symbol on uh, Venom's chest. So that's kind of a downer for some fans. That's unfortunate. That's un- that's really unfortunate. Like, you know, uh, uh, I, yeah, I don't see how you make a Venom movie and don't connect them. Um, I don't know. I think, it's like, from that first trailer, I think it was pretty lost. I think it was pretty badass, but uh, that's kind of unfortunate to hear, though. Yeah. And then also just a couple of, of for the shows, See Krypton, uh, they had Brainiac last year. That they 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 they, uh, they uh, teased us with a little bit of Doomsday. They have confirmed that Krypton will have Doomsday in action this season, as well as Lobo, a fan favorite. So they're really uh, going big on Krypton. I'm surprised. Yeah, I know that there was talks about bringing Lobo to the big screen, right? Yeah, the, 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 someone's working on a script for a Lobo movie right now. Yeah. Yeah, because that's worked out for DC in the past. Let's uh, put them in my TV show and then bring them to the big screen and not connect them. <laughs> yep, that, that's right. Uh, for The Flash, uh, they have announced that Chris Klein will be the villain this season, and he will be playing Cicada. Chris Klein from American Pie fame? From American Pie fame, that is correct. Wow. Haven't heard anything from him in a long time. He he's he, I, you see him in a lot of uh, straight to Redbox, straight to Netflix stuff. So yeah, he's not been a name in a, uh, for a while. Okay. Uh, Takeda is the character. Yes. Okay. Uh, for for uh, the the Titans uh, trailer, uh, so Titans came out with a trailer that the infamous uh, "fuck Batman" uh, line from Robin uh, that's been on yeah. uh, YouTube and getting a lot of hate on YouTube. Uh, what's the hate? Uh, just because it's not true to the character? Or? Well, my my take on this, and I was talking to your son about this, is they, they took a character, uh, so the Teen Titans and Titans Go are really popular cartoons that kids grew up on, and they, and they love those cartoons, and they've, they've gone on for a long time, 
And they're taking those characters in that show and making it live action, and they made it really dark. They took, yeah. They took these slapstick comedy cartoons that made them so uh, successful, and they made it a really dark, gritty show, which maybe it'll work. I would think more for Titans, you'd follow the same formula as uh, Flash or Supergirl or Legends of Tomorrow and not the kind of Arrow route. And it looks like they're going more the Arrow route. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not a follower of those shows. I haven't watched a whole lot of episodes. I've caught a couple of all of them uh, in different sections. And I can tell you that Flash based on my opinion of small sample size, Flash is probably the best show that they have. And I think Arrow is boring as hell. Yeah, they've had some rough seasons. First two seasons, I really liked it. And then it got really slow, and then I really I stopped watching it. Uh, last season, I, th- I think it perked up a little bit, but yeah, it's kind of the same stuff happening over and over now. Yeah. Very well, we'll see. And then uh, Iron Fist, they released like a little one-minute trailer for season two. It's impossible to tell what the season's going to be like. It's uh, There's not much going on in the trailer. Do you see it at all? Uh, I have not uh, because I haven't seen the first season. Uh, but based on the reviews from the first season, from you know people's opinion I respect, um, there's only one way to go, and that's up. So, uh, they did an episode with Iron Fist in the last Luke Cage uh, season, and that episode got a lot of love. They're like, okay, this is the Iron Fist we want to see. So hopefully they're on the right track and they keep on going in that trajectory. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. In uh, anime news from Comic-Con, not that much going on in the world of anime. Uh, you know, they, they officially announced the next uh, Dragon Ball uh, Z uh, bad guy that's going to be Broly, he was in one of the movies previously, and a lot of uh, anime fans are really excited about that. Okay. There's going to be another uh, uh, Naruto show. This will be the third one now, I believe. Uh, that'll be start showing on uh, Toonami uh, later this year, called uh, Boruto. Okay. And let's see. Netflix is going to do two more seasons of the Voltron series this year. And then that'll be it. They'll be done. So we've got uh, seven and eight co- uh, to come, and then they are going to finish up by the end of the year. Oh, wow. And these wow, will be my full. My kids really enjoy that Voltron show. I don't get that show. Um, when it first came out, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so much better than the Voltron uh, that we had as a kid. There's a real storyline to it. They, you know, it's, They're not fighting a huge monster every th- single episode. Actually, they, they haven't fought many huge monsters at all. It's smart. It's got more character development, more more plot, more everything. And I was really blown away by it. And but now we're kind of getting on up in seasons, and I'm like, God, this is. It's. I keep on waiting for it to hit full uh, full speed and getting like the big action show closer to what we had as a kid. It's nowhere close. They're still doing characters and plot and everything. It's a smart show. I'm surprised kids like it to be honest, because there's not that much Voltron and not that much action. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, when, when I saw your little guy watching it, I was kind of surprised. He's telling me about like like what's happened with this character and their brother and all that. I'm like, okay, he's he's cued in. He's really following it. Yeah, but uh, and there's there's a lot to follow in that show. I have a hard time keeping up. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen him watch it a couple times, uh, and he says he really likes it. So 
I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Uh, d- definitely uh, a lot smarter than the show that we grew up with. But uh, now that now that they're up there in seasons, I'm thinking eh, I kind of wish it was more like this, the show we had because this is just a lot of talking still. Yeah, get down to the action. Yeah, you got. I think you got to get to that point, especially in this day and age. Uh, that's kind of what we're used to. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's all I got for my takeaways from uh, Comic Con. Excellent. Well, sir, and perfect timing as I'm coming around the corner. But I just want to say this: everybody, stay tuned for Friday because Derek doesn't know this, but I'm hijacking. I mean Thursday because I'm hijacking Thursday's show as well, and we're going to go jump in the DeLorean. I got the food processor and the bananas, the banana pill. We're going to jump into the DeLorean, and we're going to go back to the 80s, and we're going to talk about our favorite movies from the 1980s on Thursday. Two shows in a row. God help us. God help us. I will uh, talk to you later on. All right. Talk to you later, man. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We have no idea what we'll talk about next time, but I'm sure we'll have a good time doing it. Our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, drive safe, everybody.